What's going on, guys? We are back with another episode of Faces the Podcast. This is Michael E. Wilson Jr., aka The Real Mike Wilson, yo, and I am here yo. with JB, host of the Young Whippersnapper Podcast. What's yes. going on, beautiful people? What is going on? So, this is Faces the Podcast, where we talk about faces. This is sadly one episode before the very last episode. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's coming to an end, which is sad, but you never know. You never know. What don't we ever know? You never know. You never know what you never know. That's a fact. <laughs> Creativity goes a long way. This is true. This is true. You know what I mean? Uh, so this is, uh, yeah, Faces Podcast, where we talk about Faces the Book by me with uh, the host of Young With a Sniper Podcast. You know the vibes! Which should be coming back soon. Do, do you have you a know what? for the people? Mike has been on my ass about this. I mean, uh, like... He's been on my ass. It's, it's kind of what I have a lot of, you know, I have a lot of things going on right now. I'm, going, I'm about to go on vacation. Okay. Um. So after vacation, I plan on... Are we getting a, va- a, vo- a vacation, like, audio document? Memory? Is that what you're saying? You're Maybe you might you might get something out of the. It's so wild that you just said that you yourself. Know what I mean? Break that down. I might have to break down some you know the vibes and give you a little documentary of what's going on out there. I mean, aren't you gonna be seeing some family and stuff? Maybe you can mommy ask some is, interesting the, questions. Mommy is down there. The whole family down there. Yeah. Me, my brother, all of them. We all going. Sister going. Everybody going. Wow, that seems like so many good reasons to have different conversations with family members about different right? things. Right. Just to just record them. I do plan on, you know what? <laughs> I do plan on recording a conversation with my uh, uh, my uh, un- uncles and aunts. Nice. They've never been to America. Oh, okay. So you know, I'm gonna come down there being me. You're gonna be, you're gonna get the explosive American me. Oh man. You might not want to never come to America after dealing with me. I mean, I think I think if anyone met you who's not American and had any experiences with you, they'd be like, this guy. If he's an example of what it means mm. to be American. Mm, maybe, maybe, <laughs> right? But I, I do look forward to going on there. It's supposed to be hot. It's supposed to be hotter than New York right now. Caribbean Caribbean weather is different than American weather. Yeah. So I might, you know, you never. You know. got your bathing suit ready, the two piece. Yeah, you already know. I got the body <laughs> suit going, Mike. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying it's extra tight, it's small. <laughs> respect <laughs> uh so today we're going to be talking about the poems that show up in the book we figure we make the poems one episode the poems are pretty short yeah some of them um are only a few lines long well actually all of them are pretty much a few lines long this was my first kind of attempt at mm. kind of like writing poetry and publishing it um so with that said i think we will start with which one are we starting with let me see what's going on gotta open up the book real quick so yeah the first one's going to be love this one actually shows up after the hostile love story and before has it been that long so this is love check it out guys love you told me not to speak that my actions should do the talking then can you hear what i'm saying Through strokes of your hair, forehead kisses, handwritten letters, and hugs from behind? Or would you rather I tell you? So, that was Love, the poem. JB, what do you think about love? Love is sweet. Love is sweet. Love is sweet. Love is difficult, too. Yeah. Um... I'm talking about the poem, not the actual yeah, no. <laughs> experience. It's definitely good to lead, uh, lead, lead with uh, action. Yeah, I definitely felt that. Um, definitely been told that a couple of times, and in the mix of loving someone, 
Absolutely. Actually, uh, just to give the listeners some background, we did have some kind of off mic conversation. Very good um, off mic conversation. Yeah, and that that's only for Patreon uh, supporters. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're joking. We don't have a Patreon. Um, but I think what I want to pull from that 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 our prior conversation, just the idea of um, being asked to show love as opposed to just say yeah. Love. And yeah. what does that mean for you in, in a more, you know, in a, in a kind of, we talked about it, you kind of come to a place. Just, what does that mean for you? It just means, like, it just means show me. Mm. A lot of people, listen, gift to gab can only go so far. Mm. You can only talk, you can only talk so much, talk somebody, you can only talk so much shit to somebody until they be like, all right, I need you to show me. Absolutely. And a lot of people have that experience where they just went, they've been through, they've been with a lot of gift to gabbers. If you don't know what a gift to gabber is, it's somebody that talks a lot of shit, doesn't back it up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, gift of the gab. Or that something. It's, it has different meanings to it. Yeah. But, I mean, I always thought of it as like the, the so people would say I have a gift of the gab. Like I have a, I have a good way of uh, communicating, speaking. Oh, uh, okay. It doesn't necessarily mean, but I get what you mean. Like people will have the gift of the gap and only the gift of the gap. Yeah. They, right? no, they, they won't back anything up. We talking about slang. Mike is, a, Mike is a great communicator. That's what you're going to say to Mike. <laughs> <laughs> right, you just said it. You're a great, you, you know, you know you're a great talk. communicator you're, too. Thank you. <laughs> when you meet somebody that's a gift of gab, you just you don't say that like it's a good thing. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? It's it's gift of gab, man. Like if you're gonna talk to somebody, you talk to somebody. Everybody knows like a certain way people express to people. Some people need to talk. Some people need to get it out. But in a, I think in a relationship, when it comes to showing somebody love, yeah. Nah, after after a while, you know, especially after you've been maybe man or woman been through a couple of relationships and it wasn't probably healthy, you just need somebody to show it. Gotcha. You might need that, you know, you might need that, uh, that touch, that time. Gotcha. There's different type of love languages out there. Yep. Um, do you know them all? Physical touch, time, <laughs> selfless service. Yep. Um, that's it. I think there's like two more, but I always forget them. Yeah. I don't, I don't forget. I don't know mine. Gift. People love gifts. People love gifts, thing. yeah. Um, and, and then yeah. Uh, the other one I don't remember. I, I definitely don't remember. I know mine's is physical touch, time, and selfless service. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I'm time, and yeah. I forget the other. But yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it, I, that, see, that would work for me, like, besides from telling me, I'm like, you got to show me. Yes. Now, now in my, now in my, now in my, in my age right now. I'm definitely a, you got to show me. Words of affirmation. That's my other one. And that's mm. the other one. Words oh, yes, that is words of yes. affirmation. Yes. So I think time oh. and words of affirmation are up there for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wish people would give me better gifts so I could say gifts. But yeah. I feel like I don't always get great gifts. <laughs> oh, like my partner sometimes got me great gifts. I'm always getting great gifts. <laughs> I'm touching my body right now. If y'all yeah. Even <laughs> Mike is uncomfortable. But nah, like I, I think as you get older in, in life, I think... You don't want to. You you understand. You could you 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 respect the moment you when you see the love. Yeah. Not when somebody is telling you because right now, especially you know our generation right now, people tell each other I love you all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's boo boo. As in bullshit. Yeah. No, um, I respect that. My last question for you regarding this particular poem, uh, and you can talk more on it if you like, but just my last question, uh, unless you have questions for me, of course. But um, how do you think you show love? In relationships, <laughs> um, 
This dude just got shy. He's like, don't make me talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know what? With me, I, I show love with um definitely definitely touch physical touch. Gotcha. You're you're you yeah, I'm I'm definitely you'll definitely know I love you. I'm 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 very hands on. Um my mom used to tell me like my father, piece of shit. God bless you, even though you're my father. Um Respect. Um you like you just like your father's very very hands on, like he's very touchy. So if I'm if I'm if I'm with my woman in the house, I might I might walk past you and just wanna just slap that ass. Slap that ass a little bit. I feel bit. like I might... you're not in a healthy relationship if you're just not slapping it. And yeah. vice versa, because sometimes they just want to slap your ass. Touch my ass, baby. Yeah. I, might, I might feel a little. Let's don't dig. Oh, though, we we not going. We we don't always love it. But... No, we don't love this shit. <laughs> we don't love when you touch but our the, asses. The, but the fact that you know, obviously, your partner's attracted Facts. to you enough to do some shit Facts. like that—that's what it really is. That's what. It but really I think is. women like to have their asses slapped, in my opinion. I do, and I think I think <laughs> when you walk past them, like and they and they take for they washing the dishes, they like for you to just grab their breast. <laughs> <laughs> just, just as you as they're washing dishes and they're bent down slowly, just stick your right or left hand in there and just grab a breast and be like, "Yo, what's up?" Like, hug her up, like, "Yo, you doing a good job." Oh, that's sweet. And let it go. That's sweet. That You'd does, be surprised what that should do this for you. Is definitely, uh, just definitely evolved into a rated R podcast. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. So you definitely got physical touch. Um, <laughs> you definitely have time. I think. I think you like to show time now. Yeah. Now, back in the days, it was more of just like. Yeah, I mean, my, but now I'm just like more of like, okay, let me get the time going. And my time is very scarce too, you know, dealing with all, you know, the family and this and that work, you yeah. know, but time and then not only that, selfless, selfless service, whatever I could do to make somebody's, my partner's life a little bit easier, I'd try my best to do without nice. them even asking for it. Nice. That's the thing about it. When you could just do something for your partner without them even asking for it, my God, it lives in infamy. Yeah, no, that's a really sweet thing to do. Yeah. I like doing that too. Yeah, that's I mean, really cool. it, it lives it lives in them for a long time. Even when you break up, it still lives with them. I remember one time, I got um, she didn't even ask for it. One of my joints, she needed a coat. Oh, she needed she, she only had one 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 pan to pot cooking. You already know, Big Daddy. You just came, pulled up. Big Daddy came in there okay. swimming. Okay. <laughs> Big ass bow on it. Nah, I'm, I'm bullshitting. But definitely came through, and then. Yo, if still talk about that shit, if there's nice. like yo, because they had a son at the time and they wasn't they wasn't able to do that thing yeah, to yeah, themselves. Yeah. They didn't have the finance. Boom. So doing things like that, I've always noticed like that means more to people than sometimes even like like affectionate, like just doing shit like that. That's that's cause that's thoughtfulness. You knew I needed something. Yeah. And without me even telling you, but I even mean asking you for your help, you did it. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. JP what about you? here giving uh, some some love. Uh, let me see. What do I do mostly? Um, time. Okay. Uh, I think that's like a, a natural thing. Like I want to spend time with my person. Um, acts of service. If I definitely notice something, mm. I'll just do it. I won't think about it. Just be like, here you go. Whatever. Uh, and for my ex, that was like a big deal because it would be like things around the house and stuff like that. I would just get up and do it. Mm. Um, her ex-partner was not a handy person. They really oh, man. Um, and so she had a couple of... Quick sidebar. Now. Oh, what's that? Females, I got a lot of love for you. You need to get yourself a handyman. <laughs> if you out there with a dude and he can't do basic ones and twos, you don't want to pay me or Mike $450 to come in there and paint a wall. I mean, you can, though. But you can, please. <laughs> uh, we take... 
any type of uh, payment. <laughs> cash preferably. Cash preferably <laughs> on site before we even p- pick up a paintbrush. But this, I think this is vital. And I, yeah, that's it. I, don't I mean, I get that. So I think as a human being, uh, some basic skills and, and the ability to use a screwdriver is helpful. Oh, my Lord. Right? Like everyone should be able to do a basic basic repair. shit around yeah. your crib. And if you would, if you a man, you with a woman, you better start using this YouTube. It's very vital. Actually, yeah, there's a lot of people teaching a lot of things on YouTube, oh, and oh, some yeah. and some non basic repair stuff. A non basic shit. Like you can like learn how to rebuild a car on Facts. YouTube these days. Yeah, easy. They, the parts could be all over. Wait for it to come. In. It's, it'd be two part. It'd be a two part series. Yeah, the parts coming and him making it. In fact, I was gonna say that might be a like nice little couple bonding if they're both open to it. Boom. There you go. Learn Boom. To build a car together. Oh guys. my god, beautiful. You want to do something time wise, love love language? Paint a wall together. Actually, yeah. Yeah, that would be really fun, actually. When she spills some paint and bends down, hey. (laughs) She bends down, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I ain't never going to get that paint done. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, but Uh, go ahead. You was was going. But yeah, so, uh, you know, obviously I know how to use some tubes or whatever. So, yeah, I'd I'd see something loose. I'd like, you know, first off, one, why didn't you put in this maintenance request? Because, of course, what we do is I'm like, there you go. But fine, whatever. Where's your two box? Cool. I think I actually gifted her two box. Oh. Um, and yeah, I would just go around the curb and like when I saw something loose or a little weird or whatever, I'd fix it. If I didn't think I could, I'm like, I need you to put in this work order because you mm. need to get this fixed because this is ridiculous. Um, so that kind of stuff. But um, what you call it? Then the other one... I think I'm a pretty good gifter, so I will say that I, I, I'm sure I made her Christmas last year. Mm. Um, because what you get? Yeah, so she was like obsessed with Renaissance, uh, Beyonce's album when it was coming out. Okay, I got her like the vinyl deluxe EP joint with like the mm. book of the photos and shit. Um, I'm trying to remember. Oh, so she was like, <laughs> "This is funny because we didn't go." But she was super into like Masego, right? Okay. So I had what got. Is that? If you don't mind me asking, Masego? Uh, Masego is a really dope R and B singer, dude. Like he okay. plays instruments. He's fire. Like you okay. love him. His music's amazing. Um, and so I had got tickets to go to Philly to go see him live, um, but she didn't last long enough for that trip, which is fine. Um, <laughs> love when you drop off like a booster on a rocket. <laughs> Like a booster on a rocket? Did you just make that up? That's no, that's Tyler Perry. God bless him. I have definitely never heard that one. Nice. Um, but yeah, so things like that, just kind of, you know, mm. like just if I know you really like something, I'll just... I'll just do it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's love, man. Are you ready to get into Man Up? Man Up! <laughs> Guys, this is Man Up. God bless. Man Up. I was your friend till I had what you wanted. I was your brother till I did what you couldn't. You misunderstood my drive for arrogance. You misunderstood my silence for hate. You despised me for being the man you couldn't be. Best wishes, but also fuck you. All right, so that was Man Up. Mm. Now, I think you know, it's fine, just another ASMR uh, episode. <laughs> mm. You guys are going to have to hear us chew. We're having some corn tortillas again. So um, good, man, so good. But I think you know what it's about. Um, we were speaking briefly about it. It's about my old friendship 
with I like to say he who shall not be named because I just don't want to give his name power. Facts, you don't have and, um, But that's what this is inspired by. Any thoughts or questions? There's always thoughts and there's always thoughts and questions like going through going through that situation. What did it make you? How did it make you look at other people? Well, because <clears throat> I feel like that question warrants. Um, uh, it, it warrants a breakdown of what the situation was. Okay, right. Because well, I feel like me... the listener doesn't know necessarily. And I don't mind sharing. I'm just saying the listener doesn't know what the situation is. So, how I how I look at this poem is, you know, some what Tyler Perry said. After a while, I think as you start to grow up, you start to recognize the people around you. Okay. And Tyler Perry coming through with the knowledge today, huh? With the wisdom. You know, that man... <laughs> Let me find out you were watching Medea before you came here. Woo-wee! to dress up... No, I'm not going to try. Let me just say that. Um, I just I just imagined you as Medea, and I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm not mad. <laughs> That's why I took it back. I was just about to say some shit like that. But I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to give nobody the fuel. I'm not mad. <laughs> um, when you deal with people that... um, You know... And when my, when, you know, once we break it down, y'all understand what Mike went through. But dealing with somebody that night like that is just—it's toxic. It's just toxic to be be around that situation. You okay? You okay with it, Mike? I'm just snuffy. No, no, I keep talking. So I sound like me over there. <laughs> um, you have to. You see, the thing about it is, when you're around friends, right? You have to break that. You have to understand who they are quick, mm-hmm. and if you want them around you, right? Because People bring you down. People bring you up. Yeah. People keep you where you at. People keep you where you at for a minute before they before they catapult you. And sometimes they, they, you don't need them to catapult you. They're just they're just sometimes that 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 um what's that word I'm looking for? Sometimes that 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 aura that that comes around you from from that that certain friend gives yeah. it a, gives you a spark. And then you have sometimes that friend that when you don't do a certain thing, my lord. Oh. That My was... lord, you're the fucking worst person on the fucking earth, and you, 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 people like that, you, you gotta let go. So I'm not ignoring you. I'm trying to pull up a quote of, from Kanye of all people. It say people in your life are seasons, and anything that happens is for a reason. Facts. Uh, I can't remember what song because it just gave me the quote instead of the song. You know what Tyler Perry said? What's that? Tyler Perry said, "Not everybody's supposed to be with you for the rest of your life." I remember that quote, actually. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly the point I was going to make. I feel like oftentimes people, you know... They're, up, they're with you up until a certain altitude. Yeah. And I think I think there's... And, and for me, I feel like certain relationships are meant to teach you things. Correct. And one thing I mentioned to you off mic was that this lesson that I learned from this friendship was a lesson I was supposed to learn a long time ago. Correct. Because I had similar issues happening in friendships for years. Mm-hmm. And I just did not look at the patterns and learn the lesson. So the universe was like, hey, take three. <laughs> so mm-hmm. to give the listener a little bit of background, essentially I had this friend for a few years who made him mad cool. Um, he was a supportive guy, supported me as an artist, supported me as a writer. Um, and... He actually helped me get into the the workplace I'm in now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing was, was once I started dating my ex, he changed up like dramatically, right? So I'm talking about 
you know, I think for a short period of time, I had like a weird, um, I'm trying to remember the injury. Something in my back or legs was just, again, like okay. overdoing shit, whatever. So I, mm-hmm. I was not as mobile for like, like a week or whatever. But I'm like, yo, if you want to chill, come through to the crib, whatever. He's like, no, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, all right, cool. But we were very much so those type of friends who hung out in each other's crib. That wasn't like a, a rare thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but for whatever reason, he became um, a little distant. But then he would communicate with me that I was being distant, right? And so I'm processing now getting into a possibility of a relationship after being single for five, six years. Mm. Um, he got me like this really cool uh, gift thing, whatever. I had to throw that shit out. I was looking up there to see if I'm still there. Mm. Um, but it was like these reasons why you're my best friend or whatever. It was a really sweet like kind of thing. Oh, um, that's so cute. And you actually like write in each thing, whatever, which is really cool. Um, but... In retrospect, as dudes, and not saying that dudes can't show a certain level of intimacy and closeness or whatever, um, but I didn't notice the signs of him kind of being obsessed with me, right? Mm. And so, <laughs> I received a letter. Sorry to laugh about that. No, it's... Listen, <laughs> laugh away. Ladies, uh, very handsome man. <laughs> thank you, I showered. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I started dating my ex, and I received a letter from... Uh, stop, stop covering your mouth, man. Well, just ASMR, mm. man. Um, <laughs> people love that shit. Mm. Uh, <laughs> they probably don't. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I started dating her, and then I got a letter from this guy. And the letter was like an email thing. It was mad long. And I remember seeing it. I read it one time, and I just took a, a breath. And then I like showed it to my ex. I was like, Can you, I need help. Mm. Uh, I actually ended up getting on the phone with Taina okay. uh, and being like, hey... I'm going to send you something and I need you to tell me what you think because, right. And so the letter essentially said, hey, you know, I'm glad you're in a relationship, happy for you, but it just feels like things always work out and always so easy for you. And honestly, I'm jealous, you know, relationships and trying to date has been my thing forever. And then as soon as you get into the dating pool, you immediately get a girlfriend and I've been working so hard to kind of do that. And I just can't really be around you right now because I can't really be around people in relationships because you know how I am with that. And how, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was just this. How are you with around people with relationships? What Apparently, you, what? he can't be around people with relationships because he's triggered. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Hey, apparently he's like married now or something. So good for him. Um, oh really. <laughs> we uh, okay. we have a mutual friend at uh, where we work who ended up becoming the new me, and then ended up like not being the new me anymore because of similar situation. Mm-hmm. And so him and I had a really good conversation okay. about what's what. Uh, and yeah, he's he, yeah that guy's a mess. But point is, is that I got this really weird letter, um, essentially expressing jealousy, essentially expressing that he can't really be around me, essentially expressing all these different things. So this was around the pandemic, uh, 2020, when the, the lockdown was still happening. And we were on the Zoom, whatever. A whole bunch of us are hanging out on Zoom. So then everyone leaves me. I'm just end up talking about it. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? That was weird. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I express all these different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and honestly, like after that conversation, he didn't try to catch up with me anymore. He pretty much went MIA. I want to say we didn't speak for like a whole month. Mm. And then he, we had published a book together. And he ended up texting me after he noticed that I took the book down. I was like, hey, I was trying to have somebody buy the book. It's not there. And I'm like, well, since apparently we're not friends anymore, 
I don't think it's good for us to be business partners anymore. Mm. And never heard a single word from him again. Um. Yeah. So he literally shifted and changed entirely because I got something that apparently he was looking for. And that's what inspired Man Up. I've, I've... Oh, and jealousy. So the, the lesson that I constantly mm-hmm. did not pay attention to is I've been around very envious and jealous people. Mm. Like often, regularly. Like it, up to the point where I think just last year I was hanging out with someone and they expressed to me in front of me their levels of envy and jealousy because of me as a performer. And mind you, the person is equitable of a talented individual. Like this person is so dope. Mm. Um, but like they felt an envy and jealousy. I'd always use both because I forget which one means what, but there's like a shared meaning for the most part. Okay. Uh, but one's worse apparently. Um but they they expressed that to me, yeah. um, just like this idea, like man, you just do this, you do that, whatever, whatever. And I'm all like, I'm living, yeah, right? yeah, and I'm yeah. not concerned about you. In fact, I respect you and enjoy what you do, and Thanks. I haven't thought twice about our similarities. Yeah. I just respect you, and I, I wish that you would just do the same. Yeah. Wow. So that's what I've been kind of uh, learning that people are jealous. Have I ever been around? I don't think I've been around anybody, or they haven't had the the you know balls to show me that they're jealous or tell me that they're like I never I never had a friend like that I never had a friend like that you know it's a weird thing it's a really weird thing because the thing is is that so much of what he said was so untrue in the letter anyway mm-hmm. things have not been easy for me because if things were easy for me it wouldn't took three four years of a friendship for me to have to. Give him my resume and to even be considered for a role that gotcha. I ended up getting fired from because they didn't give me any more per diem hours mm. until Taina called and so she had a position for me. Got you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the shit was not easy for me. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I was yeah. homeless when I started hanging out with this dude. You Got know? you. Like, Got you. how did you create such a fantastic world of who I am? You know? And kind of similar to the thing I was just sharing with the, the other friend that said that other thing more recently. This guy has lived a very privileged life and has been able to do a lot of different things. It's like, no, yeah. it's not. It's, it's cut different, different, different side of the cloth over here. Beloved. You know, and, and, and mind you, I don't look at them and go, oh, but you have this thing. I look at them and go, OK, well, that's where you're at. Cool. That's it. Easy. Now, I'm going to move as I move where I'm at. You know, and, and that's yeah. the part I think that may be like my tenacity, despite my situation, mm-hmm. I think really fucks with people. Gotcha. Um, but it's like, what else, what else am I supposed to do? If you were in my shoes, would you just quit? Because that's just not what I'm going to do. Facts. I refuse. So maybe it's the tenacity that people can't really wrap their heads around. I'm tenacious as fuck. Real shit. Damn, I never had that. Nah. Um, I don't know. You know, hearing how you dealt with it, you know, me personally, if my friend wrote me another letter like that, I'd be like, bro. No cap. Why are you writing me this emotional shit? <laughs> What's wrong with you, dude? Well, a few friends have stated that they think he was in love with me. <laughs> oh, boy. Might be putting them. They be putting them. Including my homie Tina. When she first read it, she was like, it sounds like he's in love with you. You might have had a dude that he... Yeah, he might have been... He might If he could write you an essay... A breakup friend essay? No, he didn't call me and be like, yo, I need a week because you're dating somebody and I just, I'm emotional. Like, nah, he wrote me a fucking essay. Nah, that's, nah, you gotta cut dudes like that off. I mean, he's yeah. out. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, 
dudes don't write dudes letters. <laughs> I'm gonna write you a letter. <laughs> I'm, I've never had a dude write me a like letter. A, like a regular letter. Like I'm gonna mail you a letter. Yeah, you could do that. I know you probably won't answer, but I'm gonna send it to you just because no, you said I, that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've, nah. Nah. And you know what? You cut that person off. You did what you had to do. But like I said, the Tyler Perry said, Tyler Perry said, sometimes in life, you gotta look at your life as a rocket. And when the rocket's getting ready to go up into the sky, you see all the smoke, you see all the stuff, but after a certain altitude, the boosters fall off. And that's mm-hmm. how you have to look at certain people. Yeah. You get to a certain altitude, the boosters fall off. When you get into space, something else falls off. When you get to your destination, you're able to sit, chill, and then other rockets come up there, and, they, and then you guys have a rocket show. That's funny. Did he say the rocket show part? No, I added. I added. Well, well I was going to say that there's people inside, and usually there's a team. Mm-hmm. So those those people, boom, know, that that group. There, there's definitely that, a team that, inside that, that, that rocket. Travel together, facts, with the same thoughts and same facts. whatever in mind. But all the other things are the people that had to like you know that elevated for whatever reason you to Break that off. place. That's a fact. But the people inside are the ones that you're going to spend that time That's on that it. plateau with, so to speak. And I and I would say when it comes to like friends, like. Coming from somebody that doesn't have much, shit. That coming from somebody that just lost their best friend, not to a letter, yeah, but actually to like real life. Like, man, sometimes you never, you never. Me personally, my some of my closest friends are older than me, so the wisdom there, you know, is always great. The, the ability not to feel like I. They, I know that they don't count on me for things. Yeah, they're their own person. But if I know if they call me, they if I call them. Yo, what you need? Yeah, you know. And, and friends are the posters. Sometimes you just need a friend to be a presence. Sometimes you don't really need to. You don't really need to be necessarily saying anything, do anything, do yeah. anything extravagant. This presence, like I, I ain't gonna lie. I got, I got a friend going through. Some, and just a reminder, I got a friend going through some real nigga shit, mm. and I will go and see her after this. No cap. Yeah. 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 Because when I when my when my best friend died, she was there. Oh. You know what I mean? Low key. Woo 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 woo. And she's going through some shit with her grandmothers. Mm-hmm. You know. And you want I, to go support. I, I love I want, that. Yeah. And that's the type of support you need. That's all. So after this, I'm gonna pick up some sneakers and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do my thing. Oh, but you gotta get sneaker shit right. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. But God bless this. I love this one. I love this one, Mike. I Good job, it, man. I appreciate Good it. Point. Are you and ready to move over to uh, me? Me, me, me. This thing kills me. Every I'm time. getting back into my singing shit. Let's do it. Me. I'm learning to trust myself. To make responsible choices without your input. I've always had everything I needed to be the person I wish I was. All right, we're back, and that was me. So talk to me, JB. What do you think about me? I love me. Yeah? Me, like I was telling Mike, the hardest person to trust Sometimes is yourself. This is true. This is true. Because the ability in self is so powerful. The ability to believe in yourself is so powerful. You got to just trust. And underrated. And underrated. Yeah. You have to be able to trust your own decisions, man. You know, as a young man, a young black man in this country, I've made some decisions to be like, 
hear me. I've made decisions when I was younger to to be like, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Now I think when you get older, and you and you understand what's you know what's coming, as in you're you're getting older, just more responsibilities as you get older. The trust, the sometimes the trust ain't there. Mm. Maybe not to pull the trigger, or maybe not to do something you wanted to do because it's like, eh. when you're young, it's like, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. That's interesting. I wonder. My natural response to that was that maybe I feel the opposite okay. by way of. I think. So I, I've always lived a very creative life, and mm, I think creatively, correct. I'm doing a full circle. Mm-hmm. Where for when I was younger, I would just make and make and make and make. Like I used to make for you action figures, mm, right? Like okay. my mom, I was wasting her rentals for you app, but. <laughs> I would grab some for you, and I would just sculpt some shit, right? And in my head, I was, like, making an extra toy that was attached with transformative and shit. But I was literally sculpting Mm. with for you. Um, And I was drawing, and I was this. And, like, whatever came to mind, I just did it. I didn't think twice about it. Like, if if it was in my hands to create, I was creating. I didn't think twice about it. Um, Got older and kind of became more, like oh, I can only do this, or I can only do that. Or, you know, for a while, feeling like I could only rap, and Mm. I wasn't able to write. Um, and now I'm kind of coming back to a place where it's like, if I'm going to make it, I'm just going to make it. Whatever it. the fuck it is. Facts. Um, but on like a more personal thing, I think like personal decision kind of thing. I think I was at a place where, especially growing up in religion mm-hmm. and stuff like that, where I didn't trust my natural self because my natural self is quote unquote carnal. It's, it's evil. It's sinner gotcha. or whatever. And I had to always kind of think with a higher mind. Mm-hmm. And it's actually one of the reasons, I don't think I've shared with you yet, but I'm like, um, quitting drinking like entirely. I'm just not going to do it anymore. Um, mm. But it's also, thank you. Um, but one, a few of the reasons, which I believe connects to this in my mind, um, is that we think about like our weeks and stuff like that, and then we want to decompress, we want to come down and everything. Mm-hmm. And often, you know, I'm using ethanol, I'm using alcohol, um, I'm using. Um, well, I mean, that's the only thing I really ever use. But I'm like, I'm using essentially something that's relatively poisonous to my body so that I can center and ground myself, right? And I have nothing against anyone doing that, but it's just something I noticed about myself. So mm-hmm. I'm like, what does that look like if I don't have any assistance? What does that look like if I want to try something more wholesome and things mm-hmm. of the sort? But also, especially going through therapy and stuff like that, it's like, how do I... Like the, the the aspects of me as a drunk person, it's a little bit more forward, a little bit more this, a little bit more that. The, all the things that we all experience mm-hmm. when we're a little drunk. Yeah. Like, how do I bring that to the forefront of who I am uh, without feeling like I need to suppress anything, right? Yeah. Um, so that's also kind of a part of me making decisions now. It's very much so. Like, how do I just uh, be a more natural version of myself? How do I accept these different aspects of who I am mm-hmm. and trust myself because that's mm-hmm. what the poem's about and trust myself in all of that how do I accept that full package 100% of the time mm. you know it shouldn't take for example me having two drinks to feel like a sexual creature for Facts. example um, for me you. you know um, but what does that look like and how mm-hmm. do I maneuver that is essentially what I'm saying so that's where I think I am now mm-hmm. like how do I accept the carnu as just a part of who I am. Yeah. You know, how do I accept a certain level of trust of me in general without feeling shame or feeling like I need uh, external output or validation for any of these parts of me. Facts. 
I think, yeah, that's real. Um, and you know, what? look at it in the way you the way you broke it down. You know, I don't know. You know, what I'm about to say is, is gonna. Um, yeah, make go sense, for it. But, um, if I gotta cut it out, we'll cut it out. Nah, I'm joking. No, we we don't edit out here. We don't edit out here. But um, like, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, when you've been through. I, what, 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 you know what helps you trust trust things uh, trust yourself a lot too when you done been through some experiences before to make you understand that okay I could trust myself in this scenario. oh yeah I could definitely trust myself here all right um, definitely understand what you're saying when you when you when you have such a creative life sometimes you you know trusting yourself is like it's an ongoing it's an ongoing cycle Absolutely. it never it, it never you know what it never stops. Yeah. It is something that you're going to have to end up going, you're going to die with that. You're going to die with decisions that you're not going to make because you don't trust yourself. That's just, that's just, that's just the game. Yeah. Um, I, and I think some, some people, I, you know, for me, sometimes I, I, you know, some right now, example, like I want to go to school, but do I trust myself? Mm, what's that mean for you? Let's unpack that. <laughs> do if I trust? Want. No, of course, man. Cause everybody's going through this shit, you know, do I trust myself to finish? Oh. Do I trust myself to be disciplined, come every day, you know, go to school? I know I could go there physically. Yeah, but like about the the actual the actual like the macro yeah, of the situation of of school is just like, because mm. mm. I know especially for, for what I want to do it for. Sometimes you just be like, nah. But if you don't mind me asking, um. Yeah, do you trust yourself to do it? Yes, but what what about you now makes you ask that question? In other words, why shouldn't you trust yourself? The reason why I would say I wouldn't, because I know I could lose interest. I lose interest quicker mm. now than I did before. Gotcha. So if you do something, you have to be like into it. I got to be into it. What do you think is needed for you to be into schooling? It's, is it the subject? Is it the class? Is it the it, school? You what know, you it, the subject is beautiful Okay. after you look it up. <laughs> what is the subject? Well, remind me what you want to do. Facilities management. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got you, got you. Right? This is our field. Love it. Right? It's our mm-hmm. field. I love what I do. You know, I get up in the morning, I'm fine with it. But I understand, like, uh, I might go in there, be enthusiastic about two, three classes, and then I hit that math class. Then it's just like, yeah. oh, see, yeah. do I want to drop out right now? Or do I want to just quit? And that, I think, you, I think you, and you have to conquer your fears. Um, do you think you're ready to do that? The conquer your fear part to trust yourself? That, yeah, I do. I do think I am, but then it's also one thing about school is there's always a financial part of it. I mean, yeah, but you're balling. Oh god. <laughs> Sorry. Mike. <laughs> I mean, you're doing you you can you can afford your schooling. That's all I'm saying. It's a you know if I really and that's what it is. Trusting your discipline. Mm. If you could trust your discipline cuz I'm trusting my discipline on so much areas right now. Oh, okay. I'm I'm trusting it on so many areas right now. I just don't think you don't know if you have the capacity for something for, else. For that, for that magnitude of what I want to do. All right. Can I ask you another, another follow-up? Thing? Go ahead, beautiful. Um, <laughs> uh, if, you, if you feel like that's the truth for you, that mm-hmm. you're already trusting yourself in too many, like many places, right? Like you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're dealing with different things. Um, 
why do you need to go to school? I don't really need to go back to school. Okay. For this, right? I go get I get a couple of certificates and da 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 and be straight. But I understand school is like a stabilizer. Okay. In certain in certain careers. Even in facilities management? Because you could get, like I said, you could get certificates too. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, why don't you just get the certificates? It'll be shorter. You will, you'll have to take less classes that you don't want to take. I'm but, not trying to talk you out of school. No, no, you can't. I just, oh, I can't. Good. <laughs> Great. Right. Actually, it sounds like you made your decision. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think it, it just, certificates is nice, but I look at, I looked at people with certificates and I look at people that had a degree and you got to, the certificate you got to stay on top of. Oh, you gotta get renewed every so. Renewed, it might change. It That's might be a true. different you code. You get a diploma than Woo! a degree. Yeah, yeah. A degree just means, hey, I have my degree. I've went through what he went through. Certificate yeah. stuff. I didn't it think it be twenty got... years. You don't have to change anything. You don't have to change anything. You have the degree. Yeah. The de- that that paper, and this is how this is how it is, and you know. But well, what society. I find about the certification, at least in my opinion, is that the renewal of it usually challenges you to know what's current while again in my opinion i'm thinking about other fields i'm not thinking about facilities management (coughs) while a degree you learned what you learned at that time and that's all you expected to know besides your experience Mm. a certification challenges you to to know what's new what's now what's happening and personally i think that's stronger but okay we're talking about your experience so i don't know if that's true or not you know, after looking at it and after reading what a facilities management does, it's like, so a facilities management um, person, they, you know, they're able to um, oversee bigger, bigger facilities. Yeah, yeah. Right? And like, we know a person who, like, essentially takes care of a university, college campus. Boom, right? Yeah. So, ability to do those type of things, right? The payout is amazing. Yeah. The easy six figures. Oh, yeah. fuck me, <laughs> Jesus Christ! That's that's my goal. Mm. If I could hit six figures, and that should be everybody's. Everybody goal is supposed to be climbing to the top. I mean, in this world, you, you need it. So. You need that, right? Everything is f- fucking inflation, all this bullshit. But well, it's I, a good goal to have, right? Boom. So that, that's my goal to hit six figures. I wouldn't say I'm there, but I'm, I'm getting there. And you're I, touching. You're almost touching. Oh, stop! No, come no. on. No, I wish. Right. I wish. You're, you're, well, you're you're doing what you need. To I'm do getting. To I'm get getting there. myself to get yes. there. But um, yeah, on that note, yeah, I love. I love this poem too. It definitely made me just be like, man. It definitely made me just wanted to talk about it and just be like, you know, just trust yourself more to those people out there. They always got that doubt. Got to trust yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, sounds like you want to end the facilities management talk, but I do have one more thing. Talk to me. When are you applying for school? Do you know the crazy thing? I've finished the applying part. It's just pressing pay and send. Oh, okay. I've done all my due diligence. Okay. It's just that one. When you're ready to do that part. Yeah. Just press that button. That's basically what it comes down to. No cap. Gotcha. Listeners, uh, do me a favor. Hit TRMWBK on Instagram. <laughs> all right. Uh, and actually, no, just go straight to him. Go to YWS Podcast One on Instagram. Go into his uh, inbox and tell JB to hit send. <laughs> Right, You're not paying me no more. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's get into the last poem, which is called "You." You ready to get into the last poem? You already know the vibes. Perfect. All right, guys, this is you. You. 
While on the train, I decided to write you a poem. But I couldn't find words more dashing, more ravishing, more splendid than the captivating collection of everything that ends and starts with you. All right, so that was you, uh, which also, fun fact, uh, if you are, you know, if you plan to purchase the book, which you should absolutely do, uh, Faces Please, on Amazon. immediately. Um, no pressure. The poem actually shows up in the back of the book. It's kind of like a dedication to everybody. Um, but yeah, what do you, uh, what do you got for me? Um, you, you know, I love the, I love the whole dedication to you. It makes, it makes somebody feeling important. You know what I'm saying? Um. Like I was with Mike. Mike is that guy, man. You want to feel good about yourself. Some some say they have a conversation with his good brother. Oh, that's very sweet. You know what I'm saying? The the fact that he could dedicate a section of his book just to somebody that that you might he he might not never see you, but you bought his book and this poem is for you. That's special. That's the type of person that I, I understand. Listen, you know he knows his purpose. Selfless, you know me, I, you know self. You, I think you're selfless service because. You do so much things to other people without even asking. I appreciate that. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, it's a beautiful poem. Like you said, it's dedicated to you, whoever's reading it, whoever buys it. You could buy yeah. this shit in China. You could, you could buy <laughs> Actually, this shit. yeah, you can. <laughs> you know what I mean? You could buy this shit in Russia. You know what I mean? Can we buy it in Russia? Mm hmm. Everywhere. You know yeah. what I mean? We, I mean, it's Amazon. So wherever you get Amazon. Man, you know, you know what I mean? Amazon everywhere. This is this. Read the back of the book, it's for you. Um, you don't have a lot of people just doing things like that just just for you. You know what I mean? And listen, it, it starts from the low and then it reaches all the way up to the top. So I just want to thank you, man. Appreciate you, my no, handsome brother. Of course, man. Of course. I appreciate that. Uh, that was definitely a, a breakdown I was not expecting, but I appreciate it very much. Oh, God bless you. I like to give it unexpected things, my guy, sometimes. <laughs> so you like to give to people as well? You know, it's... Um, that act of service again. Act, man, the, I think the best thing to do is just act of service. I ain't gonna lie, like... What's, what's, to me, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a self-centered person in certain things, certain areas. You know, okay. like, you know, I'm not f fully involved in me like that. Um, but you're confident though, which isn't fully involved, but you are confident. Yeah, I am confident. Um, but I kind of like, like doing things for other people, man, making them feel good. Yeah. Depending on who the person is, you, you know, I'm not going to do anything for anybody. <clears throat> I know when I could do something for a certain person, you feel the appreciation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and I think that's what it, that's all it is. And then you read the book; it's just like the book gives you so much experience, so much life experience. Yeah. About about somebody else that you just have no choice but to just be like, I yep. love this book. Oh, I appreciate it. If you're not it, buying this, if you're not first of all, if you haven't bought the book yet, please, it's everywhere. Faces, just go get it. Definitely, and in fact, I, oh, you're about to say something else. Go ahead, let you go off. Go off. It's an it's an important book for for self. He got close to the mic, guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not talking low. We got an Isley brother type shirt going on over here. <laughs> go ahead, Mike. You got me. <laughs> well, I was gonna say too, um, and then, you know, again, I always appreciate the super kind words. Um, but yeah, like uh, I wanted to put a poem on the back of the book so that people would just have something. Um, to experience without, you know, you go through a book, you don't really know where, what's what. Usually back of the books, like reviews, or back the author, stuff like that, which is great. Um, but I wanted the back of this book to just be kind of like a, this is literally for you. Yeah. Um, 
And just a reminder that we're like all important, you know, like there's the, um, like, were you worth the sky splitting particles of forever gleefully falling? Like just a reminder that, you know, we're, we're these special universal literally creatures. Uh, and then, you know, ending it with, of course you were, um, just reminding that person that all that magic that made us what we are today mm-hmm. was worth it because you exist, gotcha. whoever that you are. Um, and with that said, I um, am kind of finishing up the next book situation. I have two long short stories I want to publish. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm either going to try to publish them separately or, or together in some sort of collection of shit. Mm-hmm. Or uh, like Faces, I'm going to do a self-publishing with uh, two stories. It's going to be double the length of this book, but it's only going to be only two stories in comparison. So I've done a lot of writing. It's like 10,000, 11,000 words, kind of like the longest I've done so far. I'm working myself up to the 100K sci-fi story. Nice. I'm looking to do a 100K book maybe in a year or two. Okay. Um, that's definitely a goal. Bestseller coming soon. I'm working on it. Working on it. We're speaking it into existence. Bestseller. <laughs> it's coming soon. <laughs> Buy the book. Oh, I'm sorry I'm so bestsellers. loud. I'm reading Big Magic, that book over there, um, and just about creative but yeah, like if you haven't read Big Magic, it's a great book. You should totally check it out too. I think you'd be really inspired. You know, speaking of books, I'm reading a couple books my goddamn self. What are you mind. reading? You know, I'm not really. I, it, honestly, I wasn't really into books, books, but recently, uh, I've been into some books. So I got the uh, commercial real estate for beginners. Nice. Okay. Um, I it's really about think, to own some homes. Yeah, you know, I really think commercial real estate. Cause I'm going. I'm going on vacation soon. Yes, I'm going to get a little darker. Right? Nice. And I think I want to start to explore, excuse me, explore in other places of the country for gotcha. commercial real estate. America's so difficult, um, and it requires you to do, it requires you to hold certain type of money for a certain amount of years before mm. you can even invest that type of money. Hmm. Um, so I think I'm, I'm just going to go to vacation, see if I can explore. I have family down there somewhere. True, true. So that's always a plus when you have family there that can establish a little bit of, you know, capital is not as expensive as in New York. I was there. about to say, I'm I'm almost sure that homes or property in general is going to be a little cheaper down yep. there too, right? So I could go down there. You know, crazy thing, I could probably go down there with, with $2,000 and buy a house. Damn. Yes. So you buying things for like 20K, 40K in total? Yeah, because if you wow. it's Eastern Caribbean dollars, you know, great oh, okay, Grenada. Yeah. So okay, you know, I might be, I might, you know, my trip I might be going down there with five. That's like fifteen. Mm. So imagine if you put a couple, couple thousand together, went down there to another island. And it's like I want to invest in. Bro, you got my support, and also it'd be really nice to have somewhere to vacate. So I'll <laughs> <laughs> no problem, Mike. So that's one, and then you also have the the fiftieth law. Of power. That's a book written by Robert Greene and Fifty Cent, um, and I just like some. I, I was watching on Instagram, and I was definitely listening to one of the things he was saying. And he was, it, it was something in, the, in about, it was about friends, yeah. and uh, it was more of something like if you see a friend, you see a friend for what it is. Don't think they're gonna be nothing else. That's who they are. Mm. Is that you keep the choice to keep them, or you keep the choice to. Uh, to have, keep the choice to keep him or keep the choice to have him gone from your life. Got you. You know what I mean. Have you read his Forty Eight Laws of Power before that? I have read. I've read. I was listening to the audio about that. Got you. You know, it is. You know, I listened to the point. I listened to the past Napoleon complex um, um, part. 
And then okay. I started to get into more other parts. So I just I started to maybe understand. I understand exactly what you're telling me. Right. So, yeah. Right. So yeah, you guys got you guys got to see the smile he just gave me. He, he, <laughs> he sent me a signal. And I picked it up. <laughs> so I definitely got a chance. To, and then the Forty Laws of Power just makes you understand personalities. Okay. You know what I mean? Because it's, the one thing about in life is personalities is is a, is, a, is a mean bitch to deal with, mm. especially when you're a supervisor. And you have to conduct your business under the policies. Supervising is not easy. It's not easy at all. It's it's a difficult motherfucker. It's, it's, it's only some people have it in them to do it. Mm. Um, I don't think everybody has it in them, but because you, you have to have different variables in all different areas, you have you have to have different um, skills in different areas. Gotcha. And they all have to be to a certain percentage. You can't be. Um, um, I'm, I'm not the best manager. I'm not the best supervisor myself. You're a pretty good supervisor. Uh, you know. I try my best. Um, I think I still need a lot of work, okay. um, and that's why I enjoy this process of being my sponge. I listen to two of my coworkers, my my my, my friends, my mentors that that's that's in front of me right now. And you know, I I, I I'm a type of dude, and just this is my last note. I like constructive criticism. Yeah, I would. I like for my bosses to let me know what it is. I don't think my boss, I don't think they got the. They don't want to tell me what it is sometimes, but. Yeah, I think um, I think your supervisors have a, a a thing where they like for people to try to figure it out, which I don't think is the best way to lead, um, but it is a way to lead. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think kind of going to a person and being like, "Hey, here's what you're doing right. Here's where I think you can strengthen it." Correct. I think that's a lot more helpful. I love that shit. Yeah. But God bless. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate you. Of course, you. man. Of course, man. Faces, come <laughs> get it. Uh, so you can find me. Right at TRMWBK on Instagram. You can also check me out on Bandcamp, The Real Mike Wilson. Uh, of course, you can uh, support the book, Faces, get off of Amazon. I will be shipping it directly from Bandcamp soon as well. Uh, but JB, I, I, for, the, for the life of me, I just cannot remember what it is you do or what your social media is. Could you tell the people? You know, this is boy JB, host of the uh, You Want to Start the Podcast. Uh, YWS Podcast One is the Instagram. Come hit me up, shoot me a, a DM, not to get my number, <laughs> just to just to talk about faces. But love you, man. I appreciate this this journey. This has been a beautiful journey for two of us. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, God bless. Hit me up. Yeah, I know it's been an absolute dream to be able to collaborate with JB. Super appreciated. Um, so yeah, in the next episode, we will officially be discussing the very last story. Now we have not been getting correspondence from you people, but I'm going to try one more time. So, hmm. if you want to shoot us a, uh, anything about related to a work or, sorry, an interview experience that you had, uh, feel free to send us audio via the real Mike Wilson mail at gmail.com or send it to our Instagrams if you can. You can do an audio story or you can email us as well or send a message to DM and let me know about a time that you've had a really awkward or strange or interesting interview because experience is a must. It's about three interviews in one day, which this happened a while ago, but I want to say that it's mostly true. It's kind of weird. Like the experience... It's a it's a weird experience. It's a weird experience. So, uh, yeah. So you guys feel free to do that, and yeah, I'll see you guys on the next episode of Faces the Podcast. Have a good one. Later. This guy we on this phone. Take care, guys. <laughs>